Good afternoon, people of Community Christian Church. You got it right. I know. Lately this time. Late afternoon or evening. Oh, have to always be wrong. <laughs> it's impossible to be right, Jake. The other day you said something that cracked me up like that. Morning. Yeah, you said good morning, Community Christian Church. It's evening time. Yep. It's morning somewhere. Yeah. That's the whole reason why I say it. <laughs> it's because it's bright out, and so in my mind it goes to morning. Mm-hmm. And it's We're in Romans. Romans 11 still. Uh, Joe says, Greetings, Christian soldiers. I pray God guides us in our study, not my will. But thine be done. Amen. Through Christ our, our Lord. Amen. Amen. That's your grandma right there. Hi, Joe. Hi, MJ. She's on too? Mm-hmm. You should be here. Take us. Or then you go get them. I have to teach. <laughs> Where are we? I'm going to read. Cool. Praying first. Did we start in 11? We were in 11, and um, I think we got to 15. What? Sounds about right. 15 or 17. That's where we 17 started. sounds about right. Uh, MJ, I'll tell us. Where we at, MJ? I had my other Bible with me because I have the pages folded down. And this one the cups are in the drawer by the coffee pot. Thank you. you have to get them before you get in there. Right, when I read it earlier, not today, but yesterday, I read it all the way through. And I locked the kitchen back. I'll just start at 11 and we'll start at 15. Okay. Let's pray, huh? Go ahead, Paul. Father, we just thank you and praise you, Father, for this time together, Lord, and for bringing us here, Lord. And, um, all of us, Lord, just uh, touch all of our hearts here and online, Lord, and, and people are watching the future, Lord. Just um, touch hearts, Lord. Um, we pray that um, your word would spark our spirit, Lord, and, and uh, spur us on to move, Lord, and, and, and to do the things, to be obedient, Lord. And, to do the things you're calling us to do and to shine your light, Father. We just thank you, Father, for who you are and that, that you don't that you haven't abandoned us, Lord. And um, we thank you for that, Father. Work in our lives, Lord. And reveal yourself to us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. <laughs> you want me to read to Twenty-four again, and then we'll start right here. Sure. All right. Um, okay. Uh, again, I ask: Did they stumble so as to fall beyond rec- uh, recovery? Not at all. You know that's what this whole thing's about. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. But if 
their transgression means riches for the world, and their loss means riches for the Gentiles. How much more greater riches will their faithfulness bring? Amen. You know, when I read that, I don't even think about the Jews. I know that's what they're talking about, but I think about us being the same way. Yeah. You know, how much greater is thing, are things going to be if we're doing the right thing? Yeah. Mary said we started at, we said we would start at 22 through 24, so we did make it. Okay. But I, I do remember now. Okay. I am talking to you Gentiles uh, in as much as I am an apostle to the Gentiles. You know, that's the beautiful thing. When he said that, I'm going to do a quick review thing or whatever, I guess. I don't want to, but you know how I am. I can't. You should have read and recap. You should have read. Hi, Judy. Um, listen to that for a minute, though. 13, it says, I am talking to you Gentiles, and as much as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I make much of many of my ministry. Amen. You know, what he's saying is he's telling the Gentiles as he is an, as much as he is an apostle to the Gentiles. So he's sharing with them his heart about his people. And he's basically asking them to have the same heart, you know? Right. Pretty amazing, really. In the hope that I may somehow arouse my own people to envy and save some of them. For if their rejection is the uh, reconciliation of the world, what will their... <clears throat> I love that part, too, the reconciliation of the world, because Christ came to reconcile us to God. Mm -hmm. And as long as his chosen people, you know, were the only ones, right. then we, um, we were left out. And so it's kind of cool that... Yeah, their rejection brought the whole world in. Amen. And we know that it wasn't um, that it was his plan all along to bring us all in, mm -hmm. but he used that to do it. Right. His will is not our will. His ways are not our ways. Right. You know, it's funny because we can't even fathom half the stuff God wants to do. <laughs> you know, because we think differently because we're human. You know, we have no understanding of what's going on. No. And then we see his hand through. It's like wow. Mm -hmm. What will their acceptance be but life from the dead? Amen. If the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. Amen. So if we make Christ King of kings and Lord of lords, amen, and let him make us who he is, then the whole batch is good. And that is the power of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God being the root that grows up in us. Amen? Yeah. It's funny, too. It's like the same thing. A little leaven leavens the whole lump in a bad way, but also in a good way. Because a little bit, like a little bit of yeast goes through the whole batch of dough. dough. And so a little bit of Holy Spirit. <laughs> a little bit of love. A little bit of grace. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Shines through. Can't stop God. A little bit of mercy. <laughs> Memo said 1%. <laughs> you know, if the church only gave, that's the sad part, really, that message he gave. The church isn't giving 1%. Yeah. I understand it, though. Can I tell you guys something? God was sharing with me today, and it was a hard thing to share with me, but he shared it with me, okay? He said, Matt, if you're struggling with all these things... How much more is the world struggling? Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, if you, if you, the one who's supposed to be sharing me with the world, is struggling with all these things, yeah, how's the average person doing? They're not. They're yeah. every single one of them. If I'm screwed up as bad as I am in the Lord and love the Lord and His people the way I do, if I'm as screwed up as bad as I am, yeah. And somebody who doesn't know him or somebody who who isn't following him or isn't reading their word. Yeah. They're just and I also look at it like this too, that um um the enemy already has people where he wants them. Mm-hmm. And and so he doesn't have to really do anything with them. Nothing. They're they're already stuck in it. But yet in us we get attacked. I mean yeah, yeah. Granted, I know that he only gives, he only, he only has the power we give him. But yet, he finds ways to rob our time. Mm-hmm. He finds ways, ways to feed thoughts in that we have to fight off, and it, and it, and it does wear us down. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, he was telling me, um, if you struggle with these things as yeah. bad as you do, then. Yeah. You know, it's like he was trying to get me to relate, I think. Yeah. Because I think we need to be more, um, the word isn't accepting, but because we're right. not going we're not going to accept the things that are wrong. Right. The word isn't accepting, accepting, of, the, the accepting of the person, finding out where they're at, right. where, where can we really help them? How do we need to share Christ in a way to, to listen long enough to be able to share Christ, yeah. something. What, why are they thinking the way they do? Where are they at exactly, right? Especially new in the faith. Amen. That's why I said loving, because I was thinking of first Yeah, person. especially new believers or new in their walk. or You know, it's like um, uh, the enemy just really attacks. Yeah. He doesn't let up. And one of the things that I believe God shared with me this morning was um, they needed, they need to know. They need to know. We need to get. We need to listen long enough to get close enough to let them know that God loves them. Yeah. Because they're in a world that doesn't. And and these young people, you know, you're watching them, their lives, you know, and and all you're doing is like thinking poorly or talking badly because it's so screwed up. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is um, they're influential. They're being drawn into something that that's actually. The way God showed it to me, it's actually calling them into something that they don't even want to be part of at first that's going to ruin their lives that are just getting started. Yeah. The reality is is how uh, the first uh, revival started. All the Christians and even Chuck Smith and everything was thinking poorly about them, thinking, man, is this the end? They're all on drugs and oh, you're doing going, all these things. You're going back to the movie, yeah. Yeah. There's, well, I'm, I'm saying that because it was based off of truth. And if, if the entire world of um, Christians were thinking that way then, how much more now? It's the same thing. We're just thinking of it in a different light. That's yeah. a more recent representation of what happened well, now, and over and over. Nowadays, it's the opposite. Thank you. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's been, yeah. Nowadays, it's the opposite because... The world's grown so um, complacent with grounded belief and morals. Now the people who are were doing all that at that time are the people who are now looking at Christians and judging them, saying, "What are you doing? That's a hate. That's a hate religion. That's not accepting. 
that's bigotry, et cetera, et cetera. So now it's the roles are switched. Yeah. One of the things that um, I was talking to a young man about, Nick, was um, you see this cell phone right here? Or their little tablets or this or that. I see little, little kids with them. Yeah. And they're theirs. They belong to those little yeah. kids. There's not a place those little kids can't go to in the world on that little device. Right. And, um, and the young man I was talking to was telling me that um, ever since he was very little, he was looking at pornography and stuff and all kinds of other evil on there and different things and now that now that he wants to get right with God and change his life and everything he's he's got all that stuff that you know that he's got to work through and that's what I was trying to get at is that they're so young and their minds are being destroyed by the enemy before they even get started you know what I mean there's a um, I was watching on the news today there's a school right here in um, uh, Victor Valley what is it not over down here though Temecula Temecula there's a school over here in Temecula that is refusing the history books that they want to give, uh, or so, so society, society, social study, social study books or whatever, because they're teaching things they ought not to teach in the schools, the social study mm. books. So the government, our uh, governor, fined them $1.5 million and um, is demanding that they take the literature. They don't have a choice. And the literature is something we don't want to teach our kids, mm -hmm. you know. But that's the world we live in. Mm -hmm. There, there's people in power pushing these things on our children. And what comes through this little thing right here, there's not a person at this table that can tell me that they haven't looked at pornography on that phone or other nasty crap like that. Yeah. Okay. Even and, if and, you didn't intend to, it comes up. Yeah, but no, but I'm telling but, you, yeah. these young boys have probably did all kinds of stupid crap on there. And what I'm trying to tell you is, there's little kids doing that. What's our society come to, and where's it going? Yeah. We're, we, but they need to know what God was sharing with me. They need to know that God loves them. Yeah. They don't need to take that path. They don't have to listen to other people. You know, the, th the problem is, is, and I've been saying it for years, and, and um, I used to yell it out loud from the pulpit. I don't know where that went to. I should have kept doing it, but... Um, you scared out the congregation when you did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, they're stealing our children from us, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I told um, uh, Jacob the other day, you know, go ahead and have kids. Just don't let anybody else raise them. Yeah. Don't let their cell phone raise them. Don't let, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. you know, that's a wonderful thing. The internet, the web, it's a fine line connection. And for communication, it's wonderful to be able to talk to people. It's convenient mm -hmm. to be able to have so much knowledge at your hand. But at the same time, just like a web, it snares. Mm -hmm. If you're not walking that fine line, you're just caught in it. Mm -hmm. Well, you're tethered to it, too. People are tethered to it. You don't go anywhere without earbud in your ear. Well, that's why I, mean, I was saying. You brought it up. <laughs> but I mean. That's why I was saying. Yeah. It's, um, I saw a funny meme because it said in the old days, the phone was tethered to a cord and people weren't. But now it's flip-flopped. <laughs> yeah. Huh? It's like an addiction. It's one of the worst addictions, but. That was going to go on and say the, uh, that place that got fined for that. Mm -hmm. 
I saw the protest, the mob, angry mob protesting against that fine. The Temecula mob, yeah. There was also parents on there saying that they want that literature for their kids. Uh, just yeah, mind blowing. Both ways. You know, mind blowing, nasty stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't even think it was that bad of uh, stuff. Like a lot of stuff they tried to force, but it was just enough to get stuff yeah. going. You know. It was. Uh, I think the te technical thing is like twenty or two thirds of that school wanted to get it out of the school, and a third of it still wanted it. Mm -hmm. So they're willing to take the fine, but they're going to go after the school board people and everybody to try to try to turn it over. And they will. They'll turn it over because that's the society we live in. Yeah. They'll just the fire. rules everything. They'll either fire those people or arrest them, you know. Yeah. Let's finish reading. But what I'm trying to tell you, we got it off course on a lot of it, but it was part of what we're, everything too, is that people need to know that God loves them. Yeah. Because his love trumps these things. You understand? When they realize that God loves them, that there's a God that loves them, then, then they can turn away. But until then, they won't. Because it is an addiction. I don't know if you've ever been addicted to anything, but I have, and I know what an addiction is when you can't put it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it means more to you than anybody else. Right? There's, not, there's no couples nowadays that sit and talk to each other without using their cell phones. You know, they just, they have no relationship at all like they should yeah. you know what I mean it's like and I'm not talking about that it's the whole world everything is, yeah. is backwards you know and it says not all couples me and my girlfriend like we were on a date today our phones were in our pocket period mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. okay after you get a little more comfortable remember that yeah okay 17 yeah I'm not even I don't even care about the cell phone it's everything yeah it's everything. We, it's the whole foundation Memo, of your relationship. When Memo was talking about um, we don't fast and pray anymore and stuff like that, you know? Um, I'm sure there's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, it's, from, I think yeah. it's from everything, though. I, I, I understand that we need to pray and fast from food and, and everything like that, but I think it's from everything because mm -hmm. there's a young lady here last week that was saying that she was trying to get away from those things and, and limit her time, and mm -hmm. she was fasting from it and stuff, and um, I thought that was the coolest thing because mm -hmm. she knew that that's what, that was taking her somewhere mm -hmm. that... Yeah, um, she didn't need to be. You know, she couldn't focus. She couldn't do anything. And it's she the wasn't truth. spending the time she needed with her kids, and yeah. she saw it in her kids. Yeah, and her kids will stop spending time with her. Yeah, that fast. Look, you can't get your brother out of his bedroom. I know. You know what I mean? Well, I, I I know two families that have little kids. Mm -hmm. I've watched them grow up. They have tablets. They have tablets when they eat. They have tablets when they're sitting, when they're mm -hmm. playing, when they're watching TV. It's their best friend. They have a tablet, and 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 the parents think it's okay because they put they they put them on sites that are just uh, are are a kids' sites, right? That's all they have access to. But even that's not good. That stuff's not good. No, it's and, just... and and even if the content was all okay, it's like. There's more to life than this little team. You're missing out on interacting with people, knowing how to, look how long it's taken you to interact with people. 
I'm not. I'm not beating up on you. I wasn't beating up on you either. Really. It's just a personal skater. choice. Have you met you people? Hmm? It's just a personal choice. Have you met you people? I have. I'm Jordan. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Did you hear the politics that were being talked at this table? My goodness. No, actually, I don't want to talk politics, but I'm just saying that because all of this is being brought up just because God, they need to know how much God loves them because it's the only thing that's going to compel them. I'm not saying to get off their phone and do this and that. You know what? You guys want to do that? Fine. But it's the only thing that's going to compel them to try to do the, like you were saying a minute ago, to try to stay on that fine line, you know, to do the right thing, to, to grow up right and to raise your kids right, you know. Yeah. It's just scary. To be more aware of the surroundings in the world. Yeah. Because if you're not, it's going to take you just like that. Yeah. Right. That's 100% and, and right. You, and you won't see it coming nope. because it comes so subtly and just gradually and just boom, boom, boom. I've seen good people fall because mm -hmm. of it. And that's why you have to draw a line in the sand in your life. You have to draw a line and I don't cross it. No, no, Matt said it all the time. No, 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 make your yes, yes, your no, no, and, and know what your answer is before it comes around. Mm -hmm. and, and then stand by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you make up your mind before mm -hmm. the situation happens, you'll do the right thing. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, you'll do the wrong thing every time. Well, see, that's the problem today, though, because walking that fine line. And like I said today, how it's flip-flopped about morals and people being grounded. Mm -hmm. Now it's compromise and people live in however they want. Mm -hmm. And that's a main thing that people come and see growing up, compromise. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm set on this, but, you know, I've seen it growing up, so it's how everything works. So I have to give in a little bit, then that little bit takes a step mm -hmm. further and further. Yeah. Well, it's like I was told before. Oh, let your kids go to the party. Uh, we grew up in that. And how'd we come on? Well, I'm doing pretty good, but I don't know about you. <laughs> Just teasing. That's funny. But, but seriously, it's like, you know what? I don't want them to have to go through what I went through. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be bad enough what they put themselves mm -hmm. through. Yeah. We don't need to be adding to it. already seen some of it. Let's go to Isaiah 55. Well, I wasn't done reading right here, but we can. Let's go there. Isaiah what? 55. Oh, we've got to finish our opening reading and then... Oh, yeah. Let's finish the opening reading. You mean the recap that's going to take okay. the whole rest of the time? 17. I'm going to read fast now. Don't lie in church. <laughs> you know right here where it says that some of the branches have been broken off? Um, I was looking at that, too, because I've seen good people fall. And I'm not saying they're not saved, but I'm telling you that yeah. they're struggling out there. They're struggling in, a, in the world without God because they've walked away, you know? Right. Is that broken off? Um, the broken off is not so much salvation, but it's broken off of the relationship. You're no longer being fed. You're no longer growing in, in the knowledge. Well, I mean... We can't, we can't judge the salvation, I mean, like you are saying, but, mm -hmm. but yeah... It's God himself will see if that branch can come back, but I mean, until then, if you're staying broken off, I mean, there's only one thing that's going to happen. You're going to shrivel up and die eventually. I never yeah. knew. I never knew um, this. I don't know this to be a fact or not. Um, I'm just telling you that I sometimes I wonder about things because, and I'm only using my own life as an example, but I've struggled my whole life. 
with everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's just who I am. Uh, I had to, I've had to make my choices and draw the lines, and, and it seems like every generation I have to draw a new line, you know, because it's getting worse, you know. But um, add more things. I'm not crossing that. I'm not doing that. I'm you already that. crossed so many when I came. Yeah. But as bad as I am, I've never walked away from the Lord, and mm-hmm. so I wonder sometimes if the per- if the person really knew Him. Yeah. If they, I mean. It's not that we're. It's not that we're not going to sin. We're sinners. We're sinners. Right. We're saints who sin. You know, but to walk away, walk away. Even like imagine, imagine Peter, like in total denial, mm-hmm. totally like. I mean, he just went through something tremendous, you know, and that's usually what leads people away, you know. Yeah. And um, but the Holy Spirit calls us like Christ called him back, you know. But I just wonder, and even at that point, uh, I believe they were already saved, believe it or not. I, I know that Christ hadn't died or risen again yet, but when he told them, you're already clean, you just need your feet washed. Yeah. Tells me that they probably had already accepted that he, who, who do the world say I am? Right. You know, and the only, the only um, scripture I can find on anything like that is if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Yeah. And you were saved. Mm-hmm. And uh, how is it that Abraham could be saved thousands of years before? Right. <laughs> you know. Yes, exactly. So, um, I don't know. So, yeah, it's just I a matter I'm, of, and that's what that's what I believe. Right? Same thing is that um, if a person walked away, did they did they accept him in the first place? I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. I don't know that to be true. I just know that God never leaves or forsakes us. Mm -hmm. And people have done some horrendous things scripturally Mm -hmm. and in our lives. And we know they love the Lord. So it's... it's That's that's the thing. God made us in his image and he gave us free will. But the environment that's cultivated people is thus far, you've seen the decline and the fall. And I mean, even back then, the Bible talks about people slandering celestial beings. Was that the scripture? How it said? In Jude, I think it is. And it was unfathomable. Not even Michael, the archangel, when disputing over the body of Moses, said an ill word towards them. Yeah. And just think about how much more that which is cultivated then has grown. Mm-hmm. I mean, now people would condemn someone to hell just oh, for yeah. stepping on his, someone's shoe, yeah. for getting dirt on it. <laughs> yeah. but hence, going back to the how this conversation started is that they need to know no matter who they are or what they've done or what we think or anything, that how much God loves them. Or even worse, join into a Christian discussion online just because they disagree they got to just start beating up the people cursing god and and it's just so bad it's so bad but yet it's like if you don't like it don't <laughs> just yeah. move on honestly though if i was in those things i wouldn't even debate them yeah no most mm-hmm. most people don't mm-hmm. but there are some that yeah it, and you know what uh, new believers i would say new believers are the ones who debate jump in and yeah they try to defend something that they don't know quite yet ought to know what they ought to know yeah. is what the bible says but this too god will share with them yeah. all right now come on now where am i at what verse we're going to finish this this time uh 18 18 
If some of the branches have been broken off and you, though a wild olive shoot, I like that part too. Can I share something about that? That when you and Memo were reading that the other night, I didn't want to interfere because what Memo was talking about was really good stuff. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just want to sit and go, wow, that's cool. I wish I would have heard it. Oh, you weren't here. Okay. No, he was here for a portion. So I was just here, down. I was here around 19. This right here reminded me of Mark when he was a little kid. Because he was totally <laughs> um, wild shoot. a wild shoot, that kid, man. Well, that's your fault. He was terrible. Raise your child, man. We're just talking yeah. about stuff like that. <laughs> he he got that from his kid. environment. <laughs> if he 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 was born that way. If he wasn't <laughs> if he wasn't disciplined, we would have lost him to drugs in prison. Because he would just he was just everywhere, you know, and um, and I knew that I knew because I had grown up that way, so I knew it had to be. I didn't want to break his spirit. His, his father-in-law used to get my father-in-law used to get mad at me all the time and say, "Don't break that boy's spirit." But I didn't want to do that either. But it had to be. He had to know. You know what I mean? And uh, that's the way we were against God and His people and everything before that. You know, just a wild. <laughs> we were just that cracks me up the way he wrote that. <laughs> he says, "And and you though you were a wild, though a wild olive shoot." have been grafted in among the others. Amen. And now share in the nourishing sap from the old root, from the olive root. This is beautiful because this is what I've been trying to tell you guys. They need to know because they are that wild. Mm -hmm. They need to know how much God loves them so they can be nourished by that same sap. Amen. Something else you can see here is it says in both of them, um, one's in wild olive shoot and the other's the olive root. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so both of them are from the same type of tree. Both of them were created the same. Both of them are the same type of... Yeah. It was created in the image of the olive root. Yeah. Is the, what it's, the whole point was. Um, Just like how we were created in God's image. We were created for God. Yeah. Except the wild shoot wasn't from the... Was it from the? No. Wasn't from that room. I was yeah. just saying, but it's this. Yeah. It's the. Uh, the Jewish people are supposed to be born into something mm -hmm. that we were talking about. The blessing that was handed down from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob, you know, like that, which is now the Holy Spirit in our lives. But yeah, um, what we determined on Tuesday, I believe, and this is the way I really believe it is, is that Christ is the. Um, tell me again. The root. Christ is the root, the, the, Not the root of the <laughs> the word of God is the root. Oh yeah, because we're rooted in the word of God. Amen. Well, Christ and, is the word of God. Exactly. You just said it. They're one. You just said it. Mm -hmm. Exactly what made me think it. But look the way you, the way it was written. Let me see here. Where am I at? Oh, seventeen. No. If some of the branches are broken off and she grafted in and no, that isn't the one I wanted. Uh, 18. The nourishing sap from the root. No. I believe that's the Holy Spirit speaking to our hearts as we read God's Word. You do not support the root, but the root supports you. Amen. It doesn't talk about the trunk and that's coming. Because mm -hmm. the trunk is what Christ is. Um, we're the grafted in, right? Because you get grafted into the trunk, 
and, and the root keeps the trunk. Yeah, I think we were the thinking of feeds the branches. You were thinking of the vine and the branches. I think we were thinking of fifteen vine, inch on. Oh, yeah, and then the root. Right, yeah. the vine. And, yeah, and I love that part. That's the problem right there. That even what we were just discussing, and what we always have to remember, is do not boast over uh, the, those branches. If you do consider this, you do not support the root, but the root supports you. That's beautiful to me. Right. And that's why later on it ends up talking about kindness and God's kindness, and we have to be the same in His kindness. Right. Which, personally, I would replace even kindness with love. Yeah. Because God's love, and we're supposed to be an image of God's love. And I say that because it's just back to 1 Corinthians 13. Do not boast, do not envy, always be kind and gentle and does not dishonor all these things. If yeah. you're living how you're supposed to be, being rooted in Christ, who is now who is rooted in the Father, if we're that that type of way with each other and rooted in Christ, then we're never gonna worry about all the rest. We're just gonna be showing God's love all the time and preaching his word. Yeah, and the one thing I keep telling you guys, I'm gonna probably say it till the day I die. I hope I never forget it, or forget to say it anyways, is it's not contingent upon the other person, place, or thing. Mm -hmm. Or even on your action. <laughs> None of it's contingent upon anything. You have to be who Christ is calling you to be. The same way, think about the things Christ could have done. You know, he could have called down a legion of angels like that. I mean, one angel in the book of Revelations takes a sickle and takes out a third of the earth just with one swing. Mm -hmm. And he could have called a legion down to stop it. You know, we, we, we uh, the sons of thunder could have called down lightning and struck people. <laughs> but he didn't allow that. The Pharisees and yeah. all of them just because of what they were doing. He could have allowed it, but he said that you have that power. And I think he was saying it so that they knew that yeah. the Lord, one day you will have this power, the Lord, the Holy Spirit's going to be living in you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean to use it, it just says you have it. Yeah. Words are good. The end of the section, it talks about um, uh, you who are wild by nature and contrary to nature were grafted into a cultivated olive tree. So that's where it, <clears throat> that's where it brings up the tree. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You want me to start in 19 again, and we'll go try to read to the end this time? Okay. You will say then, branches were broken off so that I could be grafted in. Uh, granted, but they were broken off because of unbelief. That's what I was trying to tell you guys about how we need to let the world know how much God loves them. That's all we need to do. That's the whole message. Yeah. Is God's love for them. It's the only thing that's going to change their life. It's the only thing that's going to pull them out. That's the only thing that changed me. It's the only thing. Yeah. You know, and the only ones that reached me were the ones who really loved me. The other ones said they loved me, but they didn't act like it. I, they never reached me. I never even wanted to yeah. know who they were. You know what I mean? God can change lives. We were talking today about... Um, I had gotten a phone call and I didn't know the number, so I didn't answer it. And then it got into a conversation of answering those things and robocalls and how they're always spamming and what. And I, I was reminded of how um, I had gotten a call years ago and the lady went through this whole spiel with me and 
and I answered her questions. And then I said, now, now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> and I said, do you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? And she said, I don't think that's any of your business. And I was like, well, you know what? I answered all your questions, you know, but, but I think I have my answer. So I'll be praying for you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I'm, well, okay. 20. But yeah. It's, <laughs> just, <laughs> I like this part because it says, granted, that's, that's the truth. Okay. Mm -hmm. But they were, they were broken off because of unbelief and you stand by faith he's telling us a, a, a little higher up not to be arrogant you know what i mean mm -hmm. not to be to think we're something we're not do not be arrogant there it is i'm sorry it was below it do not be arrogant but be afraid amen you know i have to share something with you guys if i can um when a, a couple of days before kathy passed away she was asking me um, if everything we stood for in our whole lives we lived for and everything was was really true because she knew she was going and she wanted to make sure you know yeah. and I told her of course I mean yeah. why would we have lived it if it wasn't true you know and, yeah. and she wasn't doubting it she really wasn't she was just in a, a peculiar place right she was getting ready to transition and she just wanted to, to be reassured you know what I mean and uh, we read some scripture and she just was so okay with that and just instantly like yeah you know you're right like she she knew her faith yeah but um, she was just in a weird spot you know and uh, that's the part where it says for us not to be arrogant but be afraid you, you understand mm -hmm. but can I share something with you that I wanted to share and that's why I brought that up is I'm like her already now but my fear isn't so much for me anymore, even though it is what I was telling you guys, you know, about this time. My fear is for all the people around me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I told you, good people fall, right? Well, when they fall, what happens to their families yeah. that are getting sucked into all this stuff? How do you ever, how do you ever get back to where you can bring them back? You know what I mean? It's, it's, um, we need to be very afraid because fear is going to keep us from going into the things that we already know God has called us from. We need to be very afraid. Yeah. And I'm not afraid for myself. I honestly believe no matter what I do, I'm safe because I know him that way. I believe that. In other words, and I, this sounds arrogant in Christ, okay? I even had a pastor rebuke me one time years ago for it, but I feel very secure in who I am in Christ, not because of anything I've done. Right, but because of what. But I know did. what he's done and his promises, and you see him working, mm -hmm. and and you you submit and allow him to work in your life. Yeah, but but there's times where I don't, and right. I still feel secure. I still know that I know. Yeah. That it wasn't anything I could do, right? Right. But but we need to live in fear, because if we don't, it's like that scripture I keep bringing up to you guys in Corinthians. You know, our life is going to be tested by fire. Right. The fear is of displeasing him. We need to live in a fear of displeasing him. Yeah, we may very well make it. I think a lot of us are going to make it with the soles of our feet burned. Right. You know, even pastors. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's a sad thing. Especially pastors. They're judged to higher standard. That's what God says. And walk in like an overcooked hot that's dog. What, 
where every time we Timothy. all James. all this James Burgles and, and Timothy. <laughs> Timothy talks about it. Yeah, that's what James says. Um, what, what what verse are we talking about? Oh, James, yeah, one. And Timothy, I think it's First Timothy, yeah, three or something. That's when I think you're talking about new believers, right? Being falling under the same judgment as the devil. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, the but, whole thing of what but James is very clear. What teachers should be and. But at the same time, I have to tell you, I think it's every Christian. Um, I think he's just using that as an example. Yeah. When he says that, this bothers me because people take this so far. But when it says that we should not all presume to be teachers, right? Because we're going to be under a stricter judgment. Okay. He's not telling us not to strive to be sharers of God's word. No, it's like Memo says. Memo says that he's meant to discourage. And the reason being is because he knows about what's going to happen. And it's more of a preparation letting you know what's going to happen when you uh, pick up that fire. Yeah. I At think, least that's what he yeah, I mainly talks about. That's I what I see. In I think it's more of, um, look, it's just like, it's just like um, we're accountable for what we know. So the more that we know, the more we're accountable for it, and 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 it's the same aspect. If if you're if you're if you're a teacher, then you're accountable for what you know, and you're accountable for the people in, that are in your life that you're teaching. You're accountable for them, and so your life has to your life has to show it. You have to walk upright. Um, it, it doesn't mean we're going to be perfect, but when we make a mistake. We got to be quick to make it right and let those people know that side that we're trying to make it right. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to be like that. I made a mistake. You know, I, I'm, you know, and, and not that it's okay. I'm, I'm a human, you know, and I do make mistakes, but that doesn't make it okay. And, and a lot of people, oh, no, no, you don't need to apologize. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do for, for me, for my conscience sake. Yeah, I'm gonna finish my statement now. Is that? Oh yeah, sorry. I don't. I don't think that. Um, I understand everything you guys said, and I agree with all those things in a whole different way, same way, and in a different way. But I don't see that as anything you guys said. I see it in everything you said. But the way that I see that scripture is an encouragement for people to live right, so they can share. Right. When he says you shouldn't presume to be, it's because of how you're living now. Right. But it's an encouragement to do the right thing, everything you guys are talking about, in order to be able to share him righteously. But people take it out of context. They don't want to. They don't want to seek the Lord more like they should and dig deeper or any of that stuff because they're in fear of what they shouldn't ought to be doing. Like like I wasn't called to that type thing. If you're a Christian, you're called to share Christ. You're called to share the good news. You're called to share the gospel. Right. And all that comes through a relationship with Him. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it's not that you guys weren't weren't right. You're 100 percent right. It's yeah. just that the 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 writer uh, James, I think, was calling them out mm-hmm. because they already knew the things that the Holy Spirit was calling them to do and live and be in Christ, and they shouldn't presume to share anything. Just like I tell you guys all the time, but nobody ever listens. We don't have the right to share the gospel if we haven't first experienced God in it. So when you're studying God's Word, it's alive and active. It only becomes alive and active in you when you stop doubting it and you start choosing it over the things in the world around you. And when you start choosing it, things happen. And when they happen, those are, that's the good news you're supposed to share. Mm-hmm. So now you're taking God's word 
Now, let me rephrase that. Now God has taken his word because you've allowed him the time to mold you and shape you. He, he takes his word and changes your life. You take the change of your life and you share it with people. Right. What could possibly be? You understand? That's, that's, that's what I believe the writer was trying yeah. to do in that instant. Because I've had a bunch of people, especially a few that I was working with that didn't want to work with me anymore to teach or anything because they thought no I'm because I'm, they didn't want to do the what it took to be the person right. I was calling them to be not so I remember when um, when when I was praying about that decision back in 2012 and, uh, and, and God reminded me well you're doing the same things and I was going to fill in but I was arguing with them well I'm not in leadership <laughs> Because, well, yeah, you are. You're on the council, but yet um, you're going to fill in. And that's why I, I told him, you're right, Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when that's when I stopped. Mm-hmm. That's when I stopped drinking because because if I'm going to rightly represent him, then, then I've got to be something right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, uh, and, and yeah, like, like this, this, Chinese guy at work, he used, to always, he used to always come up to me and he'd tell me, you, I hold to a higher level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you know what? We do need to be that higher level, that higher standard. Not that we're, and, and, and it's in no way putting ourselves above people, but it's putting our, our actions and our life, our, how we live, um, to a higher standard that's, that's morally acceptable to God. We, not not what not what the world deems acceptable. We, we need to love him more. Live up to that higher standard. We need to love him more. Like Paul said, if I'm being poured out like a drink offering, can you imagine? Hmm. Can you imagine? That means he when I tell you guys all the time, no person, place, or thing dictates that to you. That nothing was dictated. <laughs> he was being poured out like a drink offering. When he said that he said that he was all the content. He was taking it People, everybody in his life was taking advantage of him. Everybody in his life was doing this, that, and the other thing, and he was still just being poured out. That's craziness to me. All the contents. Hi, Tito. God bless you, too. Amen. All right, so 20. Grant, uh, granite. Okay, I read that to you guys, huh? But the, they were um, broken off because of unbelief, and you stand by faith. That's crazy. Don't get arrogant. You only, your only difference between you and the rest of the world is you believe in Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. Do not be, a, do not be arrogant, but be afraid. Amen. Yep. Uh, for if God did not spare the natural branches, He will not spare you either. Can't you can't God can't be fooled. You can't be mocked. You can't pretend. Can't hide anything. You're better off just to be open with him about everything, yeah. and just allow him to discipline you, allow him to work, you know, work in you. Because that's when we try to hide things, even though we know we can't hide them. You know, my kids used to always tell me, "How do you know, Dad? How do you know?" And he said, "Your dad knows everything, punk. You know what I mean?" And uh, you know how I knew? Human nature. Yeah. I did the same thing when I was their age. I told the same lies. I held on to the same truth that wasn't real. You know? You saw yourself in them because of how you lived. Because I taught it to them. You know you really want to lay it down. 
right now. Amen. <laughs> therefore, I'm sorry, consider therefore the kindness and sternness of God. Amen. That's what I was telling somebody the other day, and I, I used to tell Granny this all the time. I'm very dogmatic, just so you guys know, but I'm not dogmatic towards other people. I'm dogmatic towards myself. You understand? Yeah. Like I can't. I don't know what the person's been through. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know why they're acting that way, you know, all that stuff. But I know um, who God is and what he's trying to tell me. You get it? Yeah. And and he's doing that for a reason in each one of our lives, if we'll listen, because he's going to use our lives to, to uh, so that other people can experience him through our lives. He's going to work in our lives and through our lives and touch the lives of others. But he can't do that if we're thinking we're something we're not, you know. Consider, therefore, the kindness and sternness of God. And that's what I was talking about. Sternness to those who fell, but kindness to you. Listen, provided that you continue in his kindness. Amen. Otherwise, you will also be cut off. That's why I also said I like to think of it. Um, replacing kindness with love. Mm -hmm. That's good, yeah. Because it's hand in hand. It's, you might as well, yeah. It's, it is. How it, can you show kindness if you're not being loving towards them? And how can you show love if you're not being kind towards them? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a kindness, again, like I told you, there's three different truths that I see in the world. You know, there's God's truth, the, the world's truth, and the person's truth, right? There's a kindness like that, too. It needs to be God's kindness. Mm -hmm. This would be the love you're talking about. Amen. Because mm -hmm. there's fake people out there. Oh, yeah. Really fake people out there. Yeah. One sitting right there. And if, and if, <laughs> and if they love, brother, love. Right. That's you're worth me showing love. You're just <laughs> and if they do not. The love of Christ. <laughs> and if they do not persist in unbelief, they will be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. Amen. And you know what you guys are going, why would he share the kindness and then discuss that right afterwards? Because if we if, if, if we become arrogant and think we're, we've done something the other person hasn't, mm -hmm. or we've accomplished something greater or this or that, then we're, we're going to let that person just go. We're going to bypass that person. That person's going to become meaningless. We're going to think badly of them and everything. Right? But we need the sternness of God in our lives, which I was saying I'm dogmatic, you know, but with the kindness and love of Christ. Amen. It, there's people in my life I think of all the time and I pray for, and I long for them to come back to Christ. Right? But if, but if I'm acting in a way I shouldn't, then God won't be able to use my life to do it. Right. You get it? Right. So it's not contingent. Our actions are not contingent. Amen. After all, after all, if you were cut off or cut out of an olive tree that is wild by nature and contrary to uh, nature, were grafted into a cultivated olive tree. Amen. I read that wrong, didn't I? And contrary to natural, sorry, and contrary to nature. Or grafted into a cultivated olive tree. Amen. Right? Yeah. So basically, here it is. You guys ready? This is so simple. The math on this is so easy, okay? Yeah. If we were taken out of a wild one and put into the cultivated one, what is natural? Then, what is then we need to be cultivated too. We need to let that tree, that sap, 
the Holy Spirit fill us with God's Word and change everything about us, renew our minds, you know, make our hearts love Him more than anything else so we can love others. You get it? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, isn't it? It really is. How much more readily will those, the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? Amen. So the ones who already have a heart for God, even if they were wrong about it, you know, basically talking about the Jewish people because they didn't accept Christ or whatever. How much more? It's like, it's you know who's the best example of that last verse is Brother Paul. Because he knew God's word better than anybody. He even says it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was taught by the best teachers. Yeah. He he was a Pharisee of Pharisees, and he was faultless in it, and he was you know all these things you know. But it wasn't until he came to know God that he that he came to know all that he thought he knew. Yep. Yeah. And then so you see the beauty of the last then, verse. Then it was all opened up. Can you imagine their whole life would just be boom opened up to it? That's why I'm saying and then some because he even learned on top of what he already knew. Mm-hmm. What he already knew ended up being transformed onto what um, Christ wanted to really teach about it. Mm-hmm. And then the rest was even added on to because he started seeing the change in other people's lives and what he, what it was really like to live. Yeah. We were going to Isaiah 55. I wanted to go here because we were talking about uh, the world and pretty much how it is now. Right. Memo read something on Sunday that rocked me, and it was all about the world, like just the way it is right now. And it was a trip that it was in the Word like that. I mean, I've read through there, and I probably just read right past it, you know. But when you put it into perspective, mm-hmm. it's what I just shared with you a minute ago. We have the right when we've experienced it. Mm-hmm. So Memo was studying something. God gave that to him through experience, and bam. The guy touched him the cart. All of it. Yeah. I never understood that. No, it was that. that That's the story, but he used Old Testament scripture to, to line right. it up. But, yeah, that. that. Yeah, he went to Samuel. Because I, 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 unlike you with Sharon, too, I, I, I do totally get For that. The it's like we, we go out, we think, we think we're walking with him, right? And, and I mean, because we've developed a relationship and we're in tune with him. But then, um, yeah, so, suddenly, all of a sudden, we don't start praying so much for ourselves. We're praying more for others. And then pretty soon that dwindles down. And, and we're going about our lives thinking our deeds and stuff are, are godly, which they may as well. They may well be because we do, we do have a mindset, but yet the relationship is dwindling. And then pretty soon we're reaching out, trying to steady the altar on our own. On, yeah, on our own, the ark on our own. Yeah. See, he still knew enough to reach out and try to stop mm-hmm. it, but he didn't know yeah. the power of what was it, you know, yeah. what it was about anymore. You know. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the sad part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to. We really need to. Uh, the world we live in, you guys. Everyone at this table will be uh, snatched away. Mm-hmm. If, if we're not getting ourselves grounded every day, yeah. yep. There's nobody. There's no. The, the world is. That's just the world we live in, you know. And, and and it is true. We only. They're only he. The enemy. The world. Ourselves. That's one thing. When Nick was talking earlier, I wanted to talk about too. Is that everybody's running off of emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, emotions lie to you every time. But the entire world, all these young people, it's all about their emotions. Do you notice yeah, that? Yeah. And even the tablets and everything, and their friends, and all these people on Facebook who are supposed to be their friends, or, you know, all this stuff. It's all, everything you read that they're talking about, everything's all on emotion. 
Yeah. You know, they have to be the first ones to speak and the last ones to speak, and they're all doing it. You know, it's <laughs> like, and they can get, they can do that on the little things, you know, or whatever. But it's, it's just sad. It's all, it's all wrong. Every bit of it. It'll lie to you every be, time. You can be arrested for not referring to people in their preferred gender. <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy. Let's uh, read this. Read this before we run out of time. Yeah, you only. I'm going to read straight through it and then describe what I wanted to bring up on it. It says, "Come, all who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come with." Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Hear me, that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander of the peoples. Surely you will you will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you, because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him. And our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it before watering the ground and make it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve for the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow a pine tree, and instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign which will not be destroyed. What I wanted to tell you is, at the very beginning in the middle, looking at those alone, is you look at it, especially what we just read in Romans, talking about how even the uh, ones that were originally on the tree will be broken off. And what do you think those branches even want now? They want, they're thirsty. And now they're stuck into something, stuck into their own ways, stuck into their own thoughts or their own desires or whatever it was outside. Um, yeah, that way. They're stuck into their own thoughts and desires and emotion and all of it. They're stuck into all of it and trying to find something to quench the thirst while they're drying out spiritually. And when that's happening, what are we What are we doing? Most of us are sitting here doing nothing. Most of us who know the word are um, not preaching it or not spending the time like Matt was saying. You're not going back to the sap. You're not going back to what's um, feeding you and in which we're dying and going to be broken off ourselves. Instead, we need to be sharing it so that those people who are thirsty on the ground, looking for it, they know where to go back to. They know how, who to go back to. And 
all I see nowadays is a whole generation of people growing up that are thirsty. They're looking for something to satisfy. That's why they go to the tablets and all this other crap because they're trying to find something that satisfies them. And right now the emotion satisfies, right now the tablet satisfies. And that's why when you go down to verse six, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. The wicked forsake his ways and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. That's the whole point of what we preach. And the That's whole, the whole point of our entire faith. The whole thing is is talking about our relationship being built. When it says, come all you who are thirsty, yeah, come to the waters. Amen. He's talking about to him. Come. And he's talking about his word and, and, and how we're thirsty for it. And you who have no money, come and buy and eat. He's talking about it, who he is, everything about him. Come buy wine and milk without uh, money and without cost. Why spend money? And here it is right here. Why spend money on what is not bread? He's talking about food, like earthly food and stuff. It's not, it's not the bread of life, amen? And and your labor on what, on what does not satisfy. It goes with everything you're saying, 100%. Um, listen, listen to me and eat what is good. See that? Yeah. And your soul will delight in the riches yeah. of fair. Amen? Because it was, he wasn't talking about food. Talking about spiritual, right. spiritual food. He says, give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. Amen? Mm-hmm. And you know, the Bible says that Christ is out there. Huh? Someone must have came into the church because no one was out there. No, they're right against the door. No, there was a guy out there working on his truck. There was a kid that just ran up to the door. I just saw the window. That your soul may live. You know, Christ said he came to save our souls. Amen. Yeah, and then he goes back to the original covenant he made with David. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will make an ever... Something I saw... Everlasting covenant. Something I saw that was really profound was it was someone going back to the Old Testament. It was talking about Christians and how when you first read it, you, you go over it. And then once you actually go back from the New Testament to the Old Testament, reading back and forth, you realize how it's all one story. And what he uh, what it was talking about was how um, King David, um, Elijah, Samuel, and all these different people, kings and priests and high priests and um, all these people are all just a representation of what Christ came to be. The perfected Christ was the perfected version of all those people put together. Because when you look at it, that's all they were leading up to. Was leading up to show how Christ will be. Hi, you guys. How are you? Hi, sister. Hi. Good to see you. Hi. It's already over, right? No, we're just, now we got a couple minutes left. We are just finishing up. Come in and we'll pray with us. See you. Hi, thank you. Missed you. Uh, I, was born, I was wondering about you. Mary didn't come today, so I didn't come. Oh, oh you can come without her. Um, But I wanted to give some ties and offering. It's not much. But. Oh, is that what the little blue box is for? Oh. Yeah. But that was the whole point. Come in and pray with us before you leave. Wait. Yeah, stop that. Remember, remembering stuff like that. We got 15. You have to remember. Okay. 
That's the Old Testament Tyson. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, oh somebody sitting here? You no, that's just okay. a cup that's okay. empty. Just a cup that was there. <laughs> but... No, you're right on. Actually, you but that's what it says everlasting covenant. Mm-hmm. The, the when we take the Lord's Supper, you guys, the the bread is the body of Christ. Right. Yeah. broken for us, right? But he the, says in but, remembrance of me. But the blood is the new covenant fulfilled. That everlasting covenant is the, blood of the washing of our sin. That's what I always remember and is that the, the wine, the cup is supposed to represent the washing of your sins and the body was breaking of the old covenant. And it's the new covenant. The, the blood is the new covenant and that's what's talking about here, the everlasting one. Right. Yeah. Amen. And when we take the Lord's Supper, we need to think about that because that's the beauty of it. That's what I was telling you about our being secure in Christ. Right. You know? So, um, um, I wanted to read the last part of Isaiah and then we can close in prayer. You guys want to on Isaiah 55. Yeah, so we're ties in with uh, Romans 11 where we're at. But um, I like this uh, song's lyrics. Um, but if we are the body, why aren't his arms reaching? Yeah. Why aren't his hands healing? Why aren't his words teaching? Amen. We were talking before you got here, sister, that um, we were talking about society and how messed up it is right now, you know. Uh, and we were saying that the only thing that we need to do is share share with them how much God loves them because when I look back at my life and how screwed up I was I the only thing that saved me was knowing how much God loved me and somebody kept sharing that with me mm-hmm. they shared it with me in words but they also shared it with me in deed right and um, in action yeah. you know and um, it's the only thing that was able to to reach me to where I started to respond to God and listen to his spirit amen before that I was oblivious to it, but when somebody told me how much uh, that there was a God who loved me, mm-hmm. and He loved me so much, you know, not not just to send His Son to die for me—that's amazing. That's that's everything in yeah. itself. But He loves me right now. Yeah, where I'm at right now, what I'm struggling with right now. Right. You know? he, he didn't just give us salvation and then and then tell us, okay, go. Go work it out. Go fend for yourself. But, but he, he gave us salvation. Then he comes and lives in us. And he leads us and guides us and helps us. And we're not alone. We don't walk alone. No matter how far we think we've fallen, how far the world drags us away. No matter. I mean, man, I've had a lot of hard times lately. And it's like, but but God's carrying me through. And I managed to find him in all of it, even though. You know, and that's the important thing. So we gotta read. We gotta spend time with him because he will carry us. Amen. He won't. Ne- he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He says. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Can I read some more of this? Yeah, go ahead. I know it was your thing, but I no, I'm I'm a hundred percent down with it. Okay. See, I have made. <laughs> see, I have made him a witness to the people who, Amen. Right? Okay, let's start here. It says, I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Uh, my faithful love promised to David. So it was David who he first, David prophesied about it. <clears throat> it was on David's throne. Yeah. Because David, because uh... the Bible says that David had the heart of God. Mm-hmm. But David couldn't do the things that needed to be done because he had blood on his hands. Yeah. The Bible says right. that he couldn't even build the temple of God right. because of the blood on his hands. But it was in the, the heart of God, the, the love David had for God, that he was going to 
have a descendant of his be the everlasting right. king. Amen. And that's Christ. Mm-hmm. See, I see. I have made him a witness to the people. Amen. Peoples. That's weird. How it's worded. I, I, a leader and commander of the people. Surely you will summon nations you know not. And nations that do not know you will hasten to you. Amen. That that's that's you and I. Yeah. You know that that God that Christ, what He did on the cross, is going to summon all of us to Him. Amen. We, we came from a nation that doesn't know Him. <laughs> it's beautiful, and it, it goes back to that same love we were yeah. talking about. For God so loved the world, right, yeah, that He sent world. His Son. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, when you say that. The way it's actually meant is the sinful world. Yeah. Why we were yet still in our transgressions, Christ died for us. So he so loved the world. He saw what they were in. He knew that they needed somebody to love them and a, and a shepherd to shepherd them and, and, and somebody to die for their sins. Amen. That's how much he loved us. It's crazy. Um, Nations that okay because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for He has endowed you with splendor. <clears throat> you know what I love about that part is is He's given us who He is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by that, sister? Check out how beautiful this is. Okay, God, knowing who we were, still sent His Son to die for us. Yeah. It's crazy, right? But He didn't die to give us life. He died to give us His life. Because when we're with him eternally, there is no sin. So we will be just like him. Yeah. We'll be see the, like Jesus. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That's crazy, right? And that's what this is. It's saying that, watch what he says. He says, for he has endowed you with splendor. That's the splendor. Is that cool or what? Um, speak, speak, uh, seek the Lord while he may be found. You know, if he's calling us right now, we need to, to meet him where he's at and spend that time with him so we can experience that splendor now like it's going to be eternally. Yep. Call on him while he is near. Amen. Call on him while he's near. Amen. Let the wicked forsake his way. I'm sorry. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. He's calling us to... He's calling us to uh, to seek Him over over ourselves. Amen. Let let Him turn to the Lord, and He will have mercy on Him. Amen. Because we know we're wrong. You know what I was telling him before you got here, sister? What? This is terrible. I was struggling with God this morning. Okay, I really was, because He kept showing me things in my life that weren't right. You know, and He knows them. But he knows. See. The beautiful thing is when you start to get close to the Lord, you know you can't hide anything. So so you just share everything with him. There's I don't care how bad it is. There's no privacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's zero privacy, yes, sister. So you can discuss anything with him at that point, right? If he knows everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can still try to hide it, but you know he knows. Yeah. You know? And so like why lie? <laughs> yeah, right? Why lie? Yeah. Right? And um Mm-hmm. It's funny because my kids knew that I knew they were lying, but they held on to that lie. Yeah. Do you remember? You have little kids. You know now what I remember. Amen. My kids are older than all these guys here. But when you um, when you do that to the Lord, he knows. And we know he knows. 
You know, so here I am arguing with him. Like, man, Lord, like, you know, but you know what he was trying to share with me? And finally I, I calmed down and listened. Was that if I'm the pastor and I'm struggling with all these things, what's the world around me struggling with that, don't, that doesn't know him? Or what's, what's the baby Christian struggling with? You know what I mean? And, and I was like, wow, Lord. And, and, and the conclusion was, in all of the prayer and all the stuff, you know, uh, the conclusion was that we just need to tell people how much he loves them. Because yeah. that's what saved me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what changed my life. Yeah. And um, It's not about pointing out what people are messed up in. No, we yeah, know. People already know. We know because we we've done it all. <laughs> yeah, we are. We already know. You know, and, and the world knows. You know, we just—they just need to know. We need to know. Christ yeah. loves us. Yeah, the Bible says, "Why do you keep pointing out your brother's faults when you're doing similar things?" In two areas, one says you're doing the same things, another area says you're doing similar things. So you yeah. may not be doing what they're doing, but you're guilty of something, anyways. Yeah. But David Crowder's song says, "I've got a friend." Closer than a brother, loves me like no other. I got a friend, and it just goes on. God really loves us, and and He knows us. He knows us so intimately, and so um, no even though even though yeah, even though we do things that that we're ashamed of, He He knows already, and and we don't need to be ashamed. Uh, in front of him, we just need to we need to come to him and tell him, "I'm sorry, Lord. Help me to do better. Help me to, because he he already knows it. Amen. And, and he already died for it. It doesn't doesn't give us a blank check, but yet um, we got we got to try better. And that's that's all he wants is our heart. You know, right there, right God there. forgive me, forgive yeah. me. I messed up again. Let him turn to him, and the Lord will have mercy on him. Amen. Mm-hmm. And and to our God, for he, for He will freely pardon. Amen. For 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 my thoughts are not your thoughts. You know what He's trying to say over here. Now people always misquote this to me. He says, "My thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are not your ways." You know what He's saying right there? He's saying you may think that way about yourself and others, but that's not the way I think about you. Right. You get it. The, I think it's uh, Paul. He says in one of his, his letters, he says uh, that I, even though I used to think about Jesus that way, he was talking about the way we think about each other. And there was a time when I even thought about him that way because I didn't know any better. Yeah. What he's saying is the time I used to think about him that way and now I know who he is. Not only do I know who he is, but I need to know. Uh, not to think about others the way I, I, I used to either because I don't think about I need to think about others the way I think about him no matter where they are because that's the same way he saw us when he so loved the world sounds like a Corinthians it's some crazy stuff huh <laughs> that's what I'm saying it sounds like a Corinthians if we, could, if we could grasp this and, and actually learn to hold on to it and live it it would change not just our life but every life around us and it's so hard because we forget. We get so caught up in the world, we just forget. But he needs to be face-to-face with us. Yeah. We need to know his word to where it's so indwelled in us mm-hmm. that it's changing who we are. Yeah. Amen? Something I always remembered is don't... Something I always stand on to is when you're going and you're teaching other people, you're going throughout your, your time in ministry, um, 
teaching and preaching and doing all these things, never forget of where you came from. Right. Not so that you go back to it, but so that you could show it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because when you see another person struggling with the same thing or a similar thing, that you don't judge them for it. You remember where you came from you were and there. you teach them yeah. on it. Like show them about where you came from and how the Lord changed you. In. There's a scripture in, in Matthew and he says uh, to take the beam out of your own eye. So so when you're judging somebody, he says, take the beam out of your own eye that you might see careful enough to see the speck in your brother's eye. And the funny thing is the speck in the brother's eye is just as big as the beam in your eye. It's just you think you're something, so it's a beam instead of a speck. <laughs> but when you can when you can give it to the Lord and let him change that about you and not forget what he did for you, then when you see your brother in the same struggle, you're the person that could help him get that little thing out. You get it? But if you don't, then you got this. If you have a beam and I'm trying to reach you, sister, I'm just going to push you away with the beam. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to ever get close enough to you to, 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 to help you see, you know? I, I, um, I These guys already know this story, but I'm going to tell it to you because it's one it. of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. It's my favorite story. I was working with this young lady that worked with the youth in our church, right? We were at Home Depot buying some plumbing stuff. And uh, I, we were talking about that scripture with the beam, right? And so I grabbed, you know, you've seen those big black pipes that are, that are plastic in Home Depot? That they're for sewer? They're like 10 feet long. Yeah. So I grabbed a four-inch one like this. It's 10 feet long. And I stuck it in my eye, and I was chasing her around Home Depot down the aisle, you know? We get to the end of the aisle, and there's the elders from our church. <laughs> I was cracking up. I was just like, and that's just totally ordained. Yeah, I was trying to tell her I couldn't get close to her, right? And every time I did, I hit her. I couldn't I couldn't help her. You see the logic? It's pretty pretty cruel. When you put it into perspective and you're chasing somebody through Home Depot, it's pretty <laughs> everyone cruel. thinking you're dumb or Yeah, crazy even even the stupid. elders of the church thought I was crazy. <laughs> they didn't get it. Okay, watch this next part. It says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts uh, than your thoughts. Amen. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth. Oh, it's beautiful. And makes it bud and flourish so so that it's fields, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Amen. He's talking about just like the snow and the rain come down and they and they fill our fields with everything beautiful right he's saying that he does that for us when, when he waters us with his word amen mm-hmm. and he gives so he gives seed to the sower so he fills our lives with who he is so that we can share who he is with others in that same love and even if you think it's going nowhere the person's not listening or you're saying it and no one's listening trust me i know there's still that one person that does and it changes their life right and it also changes the other lives because they remember it later on in their life it never returns void and just because we think they're not listening a seed has been planted yeah and because the next part of it talks about not just that that part talks about it because it says so that it yields seed for the sower right which Mm -hmm. is us and then the ones who want it will eat bread the bread from it amen so so is my word that goes out from my mouth. Oh, I should have just read it to you. I didn't have to explain it. God speaks 
point himself. It will not return to me empty, amen, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. That's beautiful. You will go out. Can I share something with you? That I want to share that in a way that hopefully you guys just go, whoa, you know what I mean? Because our lives are supposed to represent this, okay? Whoa. But, but um, he, this is a prophecy of Christ. Look at what it says. Watch. It will not return to me. Okay. So in my so is my word. Who's who's the word? Jesus. That goes out from my mouth. Amen. So it's God the Father speaking through his son. It will not return to me empty. No. Right. No. He died on the cross for our sins and it changed the whole world. Amen. Wow. That actually but, is yeah, pretty wow. crazy. I didn't But will accomplish think it that listen, but it will accomplish what I desire. Mm-hmm. You get that? You get it now? You put it in perspective? Yeah. And achieve the purpose for which I sent it, salvation. Amen? And can I share something with you? You and I are supposed to represent Christ that way, the way he represented his Father. That's what this whole thing leads up. That's the key verse for this whole thing. You get it? Watch. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. We're supposed to represent what Christ did for us. That's pretty crazy. Watch. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you. Amen. And all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead, this is, this is, okay, let me just put this into perspective because the rest of it's going to show us it, okay? That's our life now in Christ. Our, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. Yeah. As high as the heavens are from the, you know what I mean? When the rain comes down, it fills the land with all this good stuff. He fills us that way. Isn't that beautiful? And, and he takes that which is wicked and evil about us. And when we turn to him, which we just read, you understand? He gives mercy and he pardons everything. Right? To give us fact, this, he even changes this. To give us this new life. That's the change. Watch. And all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Right here, right here we go. 13. Instead of the thorn bush, instead of your old life, will grow a pine tree. Instead of a briar, the, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown. Amen. The everlasting sign which will not be destroyed. That's every oh man. Yeah. Look at we're living in a world right now where people don't want to know Christ. Yeah. They don't even want to hear about it, right? But if but if we let him create in us who he is, he'll create an environment for people to come into. You get it? And they'll they'll be singing on the hills and, and in the valleys and 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 they'll see a new life. Just the same way we did. Yeah. You get it? And, and I love this part right here when it says, listen to what it says right here. This part right here is crazy. It says, instead of the, right here, uh, this will be for the Lord's renown. Do you guys know what that means? I don't. Glory. It's like his glory, it says. But, but it is praise. The way it said his renown, he's referring to us, so it would be his glory in us being the ones that are serving him, like being poured out for him. Yeah, because when I hear renown, I think of a king. Yeah, you get it? Because a king is renowned. They're glorious. They're higher up. He's going to so, look up the word. Yeah. 
You can take it all the way back to 12 where it starts. It says, you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you. You get it? His renown, the ones who serve him, who, who represent him. Watch, and it's for him. You get it? Renown, known or talked about by many people. Uh, like a famous restaurant is renowned for its get southwestern it? food. So, you get so it? renowned. So it's going to be um, renowned. It says, This will be for the Lord's renown. Put a K in there and put renowned. There you go, renowned. <laughs> and it says, uh, oh, let's Widely see. acclaimed and highly honored. Amen. There. Widely acclaimed. That's the type of Isn't that thinking I was at, but I couldn't get the right wording. And it says right here, for an everlasting sign which will not be destroyed. Amen. It's talking about our lives in Him being in such a way. That it will never be destroyed. What that means is just like generation after generation after generation, there's always going to be a remnant of God in everything. Yeah. Amen. And it starts with us when we deny ourselves and pick up our cross and follow Him. It says right here, let, uh, da, 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 da. okay, the wicked forsake his ways. He's calling us to forsake our ways and the evil man, his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to and to our God, for he will freely pardon. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Prayer request. Anybody got any? Keep praying for Jeremiah. Yes. Still can't hear from him for sure. Yeah. And who else? <laughs> I guess the same thing. Amen. I was talking about you earlier. I got a um, call though today, and um, they told me that they had two um, shifts available and uh, an interview. Oh, for jobs. So, Praise yeah. God. That's awesome. So, right on. Get that going. I get my car going and do my exam because I have to. I guess when I did the program and stuff. I didn't cover the exam, and then I have another fee if I do it um, there. So I'm like, wow, you know, they'll come. Yeah, so I'm like, I guess I got to study more. What's it for? <laughs> Phlebotomy. Oh, wow, yeah. that's right. I remember yeah. you saying that now that you say that. I thought vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So I just study so for the same things, my job, Seven, my car, and my exam. 20. Amen. 20. My peace. Amen. Well, we just read how to get that joy and yeah. peace. Amen. Sister, I got to tell you something. I, 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 none of it's my business or any of this. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself, you know. But I remember, actually, the truth is I'm one step away from being homeless myself. You know what I mean? That's just God's honest truth, okay? I feel that way sometimes when I think about things, because everything could just end tomorrow, you know, without Christ, you know. I, I trust Him that much. But... Um, but I remember a time when, when I was struggling with everything in my life. And you know, the funny thing is, I have those same things happening now, but I don't struggle with them. I just trust Him with them when they happen. He comes through. When he doesn't come through. He does. I, I think He always wants to come through, but he, we don't notice it or we don't feel it or we're not uh, focused on it or something. Then we cause other things to happen. When we focus on Him and we do the right thing, even if it's not in our timing, when it does come, we're blown away because we know it was right. Yeah. yeah. 
You understand? So just stay focused on him and, and, and head towards these goals, and, and God will give you what you need. Amen. And I believe that, but it has to be from the heart. That's what I was getting at. It has to be really from the heart, like just trust him. You know, and then you learn to trust him, and life just becomes easier and easier and easier, you know, because you have that joy and peace that nobody can take. So nothing can. They're going to be here tomorrow decorating. For VPS. Are you guys going to help? 7.30 is when the de decoration is going to no, be. No, in the evening. 7.30 at night? Is when they're going to do the decoration. When am I supposed to be here? 6.30. The good news night's canceled, right? right. Yes. Right. Yeah. What's that? That's the uh, chosen, chosen movie yeah. or show. We're, we're, we're getting ready for vacation Bible school. We're picking that back up. This rest after. Yeah, the girls will be here. Yeah. This is after this. This whole next week, everything's going to be every night. Like, even Saturday, it's going to be walking the neighborhood and passing out flyers, inviting people to come. Not just to VBS with their kids, but to a block party we're going to have Sunday after church. We're going to have stuff right here. It's going to be a non stop work. Yeah. It's all for the glory of God. Something up on August 4th or the 11th. What? So Saturday the, is the walking. Nights. Sunday is the block party. PBS every single day. I think maybe. And then. And I'm taking that next Saturday off or something. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the first or second Friday. Still long until. We'll the party. find out. Yep. I'll have to talk with Ali and find out what time it is. It's five. Yeah. It's five. Oh, we'll have plenty of time. The, the Anyways, walking and everything only time. goes until like two. That, so you said seven thirty? Or seven? Oh, seven thirty for the decorating. They want to like yeah. transform this place uh, into uh, vacation Bible school. Right. Okay. There's going to be like weights up here. There's going to be all kinds of stuff like a, you know because it's possible boot camp. You know, so we're going to change this, turn this into possible boot camp. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have weights in the car. And so forth. Right. Do you they're bring all, a lot? Because she told me to bring some, but I don't want to unless I have They're only two hand weights, oh, so you have to, I have to bring the other stuff. Yeah. yeah, we don't have a lot of weights. At, no, um, ours aren't free weights. They're on the Yeah, we, we, we would have had to load up an entire machine. No, no, no. I have, I have like curl bars, and I have these funny looking weights that. Uh, you can pull a pin and, and add it yeah, as you want. Yeah, I remember those. Mark had them. Yeah, I have those, and I have little little barbell-looking things. Those are the ones that I brought, too. Just bring a whole bunch of those. We could okay. figure a way of doing it. Cool. All right, uh, prayer. Stop let's see. off course. I put down for Jacob Ruthio as well um, to continue praying for him while he's at camp. Um, I put down Marlene. Yeah. And Marlene had surgery. How did it go? Did anybody I, I find out? Okay. I haven't heard. All right. Um, and then I put down VBS. And let's see. What was last week's as well? Don't forget. Yeah, I have hers down for her exam. Pastor and then, Matt. What's my name today? Sarah. Hold on. Oh, you Why blew you, it. You Pastor uh, Matt? I knew you were going to call me Sandra <laughs> today. Right. Did I call you Sandra the other day? Yeah. That's bomb. Can I tell you something? There's a lady, Stephanie, who's been coming here for years. And it wasn't until this year I remembered her name. Oh. <laughs> I used to call her sister just because I knew she would get mad. There was one day we were out here working in this in this field out here, and the lady and the lady a lady walked by that that we'd only seen a couple times, 
and, and Pastor Matt goes up to her and says, he said, what? No, no, I told him, hey, go say hi to her. She came to church and stuff. I don't remember her name. I thought I'd just call her sister. And then go on. Yeah, and then, and then I, I set him up. I said, hey, sister. And he said, you forgot her name. How did you forget her name already? I was like out there getting all crazy. <laughs> And then, yeah, watch out for them traps. Right, right. <laughs> I'm a pastor, my <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible, <laughs> terrible with things. I really am. Just forgive me for it ahead of time. I am too, though. Yeah, I really. I usually bad. get the first. And then, how's your? Yeah, so I remember it's an S word. How's yeah. your mom and dad doing? Uh, Are they still doing good? Or? My mom got <laughs> bad news. So we need to keep her in prayer. My dad's home and doing better. Okay. He got out of the hospital yesterday, right? Did I tell you? No. He got out of the hospital yesterday. Or uh, Tuesday. The day we it was here, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah Tuesday. Did oh, yeah, you did. Because I heard, I heard it and put it down. Uh, That's what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, uh, you know what we need to pray for her about? Um, she had such bad news that she said, I'm trying not to be depressed. I'm trying to be, you know. We need to pray that, because you know what, the news is what it is, and we already knew what it was going to be and where it's going. So we need to pray um, for her not to be depressed, but to have good days. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Just have the best days you can have. It's my, just so you know, uh, Stephanie, uh, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it's Sarah, right? Uh I knew it was just shitty. <laughs> until until the second question. <laughs> no, no, no. You know why I knew? Because there's another girl that comes here that her name is Sarah. And I put the names together. That's how I remembered. She's dating Jones. Jones' Yeah. Um, now you made me forget. Oh, just so you know. <laughs> my, my mom has terminal cancer. And um, she's already outlived what they told her, right? She's already outlived what they told her. The last test she got, the cancer spread everywhere. But she's doing good. I mean, it's, she goes to church. She, You know what I mean? She's doing well, but they're telling her that it's everywhere now, so it's not long, you know? But I just told her, I said, Mom, you've been having great days before they did all the tests and everything. Like, you weren't even sick real bad, you know? And I said, just uh, keep having good days. Don't let it. She said, I'm trying to let it get to me. She gets mad every time she goes to the hospital and then she does tests or something. They go, well, you know, you're dying. And she's like, I don't want them telling me that anymore. You know, I don't want to. I know it's happening, but they don't have to keep telling me. And it's depressing. At that point, I would just stop going to the doctor. It's like, right? What are you going to do? If I'm already dying and know I'm already dying, I'm just going to stop going to the people telling me I am. Trust me, I know. So just pray for her to have good days, you know, because uh, if you think about her, it's my mom. Uh, Surely. I'm not, her name I'm not, I'm not upset or, or weeping over it or anything because I know where she's going, you know. And yeah. I really, that's one thing God gave me when my wife died. Um, he showed me a vision of her in heaven, you know. And uh, ever since then, I don't mourn for people anymore. The, the, the joy of where she was, was was greater than the mourning. You understand? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll probably mourn for my mom for a little while just because I'll miss her. But I know where she's going. So, but I just want her to have a good time while she's here still. Have good days. Be able to visit with family. You know, things like that. So, keep her in prayer. Whatever you think about her. <clears throat> All of us praying will change things. Amen. Mary said, pray for Jack in Orlando and family. 
Mary Jane. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Mary Jane. Um, I'm from Mary, my neighbor. Yeah. She has a uh, bad mind. Yeah. <laughs> Certain things trigger her. You know, the light, um, smells, you know. Smells get me. Whenever she gets a headache from smells, I get the same one. Yeah. Like, I have to watch out for my spray sometimes. And I know, like, just like when the when it's too like, bright, like, you know, she gets really adjustable. So. Well, sounds like someone I know. <laughs> we got to 25. We left off at 25, Mary. So we start at 25 next time. Yeah. And then any others? Jack Orlando, Mary Jane. Oh, Mustafa's dad still. Yeah. Um, his dad's doing better. Um, he just had cousin's visit that he hasn't seen for a while. Yeah, it's our co-worker's dad. Um, he had a stroke, but he's starting to do better. He's just, it's more of the mental um, fighting. Um, Mustafa was telling me that his dad, he gets into this mo moment where it's more of a prideful, not wanting to fail yeah. in front of his family and everything. So when he's um, asked to do things and his family's there, he says no or I'm too tired or so forth. And so he hasn't left the hospital and so forth because they can't see him doing it himself right now. Mm -hmm. But until he can actually work himself up to where he can, then. That's okay. We pray for him. Yeah. And I was just thinking when you said it, it's a mental thing. Yeah. And, and Joe says Josh to get parcel custody of Elena. So just lift up all the custody battle we see from. Well, let's pray. You ready, young man? I'm going to. Mom repeated it because I didn't see that. There we go. I always have to highlight so I know that there's ones in the middle of there. So I don't think I'm nothing. Hey, hey, your ways are not his ways. I know. Are not his He's not trying to get at his back, but he didn't move with me. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even getting at anything, I was just saying. <laughs> Move your beam, Matt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, oh, dear Heavenly Father, we just, Lord, right now we come before you and we thank you even for Sarah being here. Even though she came here a little late, Lord, she still wanted to be here and she still came, Lord. And thank you for that heart, Lord. And Lord, uh, we just ask that you would give us all that heart that we would never get disheartened or that we would never get down or into this thought process of, man, no one's here, or, um, all these different things, Lord. That's We know that's the enemy, Lord, because he doesn't want us preaching the word. He doesn't want us speaking these things, Lord. And Lord, just we ask that your hand would be over us and that you would lead us, you would guide us, and you would keep our thoughts from those things, Lord. Keep our thoughts from the worldly things, Lord, and focus on you, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over us as we um, finish up this study, Lord. Have it just resonate with us. Have us not forget it, Lord, and to remember the things said and to continue to learn new things about them, Lord, to seek you on these things. 
to hear from you in all things, Lord, to go for you for the root of the things, Lord, the sap, the nourishing sap coming from the tree, Lord. We just ask for that, Lord, that you would just press on us that matter, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over us as we go home, Lord. Just keep us safe and in your care, Lord, as we go throughout the rest of this week and into next week, which is VBS, Lord. We just ask that your hand would be over it, Lord. And Lord, uh, we ask your hand over Sarah's. Um, these things are starting to come into her life where she has a job opportunity. Just, Lord, be with her in those things. Just be with her in everything, Lord. Help her get this job, Lord, the things that she needs, Lord. And we ask that you would just shine your light through her, Lord, and your favor upon her, Lord. And just lead her through these things and the exam coming up and all of it, Lord. Just be with her and everything, Lord, and have your hand over her and just lead her in the way that she's supposed to walk, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over Jeremiah and Wherever he's at, whatever he's doing, Lord, we ask that you would just be, he would just be walking your path, Lord. I always think even if he doesn't come back here, Lord, as long as he goes to somewhere that believes in you and believes in the word and preaches the word, Lord, and that it's not just something that they don't add to it or take away from it, but they would just preach the word as it is, Lord. Then, Lord, just have him completely walk your path, Lord. Have them just to stay on your path and not be swayed, Lord, and just to seek you and find you in all things, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over Jacob as he's doing well at um, camp, Lord. Just help him to continue to shine your light and get through this week, Lord, and finishing it up strong, Lord, just showing your light and showing your love to those kids, Lord. And I always think if... If we don't do it, who will? But, Lord, then I also think of the word you said to Jeremiah, I have reserved 7,000 for myself who have not bowed, Lord. And if we don't do it, you'll send someone else. So, Lord, just help us have that willing heart to do it, like we see in Jacob and others in this church, Lord. And help us all just have that willing heart to do it, Lord, just to put aside our worldly thoughts and desires and think about you and what you want, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Marlene, Lord, just help her, Lord, help her, help this surgery to go well. And I know she just had the surgery either today or recently, Lord, and Lord, help her to heal quickly, Father, and that there would be no complications through it all, Lord, and that she would be able to come back. And she just started coming here, Lord, and um, saw such a love, Lord, in her. And so we just ask that you would uh, bring her back here if, if it's in your will, Lord. And Lord, uh, we ask your hand over the upcoming VBS, Lord. Just be with all the kids that are going to be coming. Prepare the hearts and the ears to hear and the mouths to speak, Lord. Just have your hand over not just the kids but the counselors as well. Just to be prepared and have the patience and the love and the joy and the readiness, Lord. Have us just have not get tired. I, I, I remember talking to, I think it was Mustafa, about how when you're doing things for the Lord, when you're doing things for you, Lord, that just you would see things not even get tired. You wouldn't be tired. You wouldn't be anything. You wouldn't feel the weariness of this world, Lord. And just help us all to have that, Lord. When we're doing this next week, help us not get tired. Or, 
loaded down or anything, Lord. Help us just to have a joy and an energy every single day through you, Father. And we ask your hand over Shirley, Lord. And Lord, keep her mind from this depression, Lord. Just keep her from all these nasty thoughts that are and emotions that are coming down, Lord. Just help her to stay focused and help these doctors not to speak negatively, Lord. A doctor's supposed to give hope. It seems like these ones are taking it, Lord. And we just ask that you would press on those doctors and press on all the people around her just to love on her and have her have a great time while she's still here, Lord, and to have continue to have good days where she wouldn't feel the weariness of the sickness, Lord. And just have your hand over her, Lord. Protect her, Lord, and guide her, Lord, and be with Matt's dad continually, Lord, as he's he just got out of the hospital recently, and just help him to stay out of that hospital, Lord, just to be well and just to enjoy the days while he has them, Lord, to have no bad day, but have good days, Lord, and Lord, be with Jackie and Orlando and their family, Lord, help, help them to continue to be risen up in you, Lord, and Every time I see them, there's such a joy. They have such a joy about them, Lord, to where nothing is wrong. Even though they have lots of pains and all these different things, they still want to show the joy, Lord, the joy of you, Lord. And I thank you for that. Help us just to help them just to continually have that, Lord, in all times. And help them to shine the light to their families continually, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Mary Jane and be with her and just remove this headache, Lord. Help her to be able to be here, Lord, and have no headaches and no migraines, no no pain at all, Lord. Just help her to walk in your light, Lord. And Don't forget Leah. Yeah, and Leah too, Lord. Just help her to also be strengthened by you, Lord. Every time I think of her, I think of you strengthening her down to her bones, Lord, with even the marrow and the um, bone marrow, the joints and the ligaments, everything is just empowered by you, Lord, to where you're just lifting her up completely, Lord, to where she's able to do things and you're just carrying her through it all, Lord. Help her to have that strength that's coming from you, Lord. Just carry her through this time, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Mustafa's dad, Lord, just help him to get over that pridefulness, the mind mindset of man i have to be this certain way but lord that's what the world talks about that people have to be certain ways they have to be this they have to be that they're you have to think this way you have to do this way and lord just remove that from his thought process remove it from the entire world's thought process lord bring it back to what you taught lord help us just to go back to the first fruits lord help him to see your hand lord and that you would just be strengthening him through this time and help him just to be risen up in you, Lord. Shine your light in his life, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over Jackie, Lord, as her mind's um, deteriorating a little, Lord. And we would ask that you would uh, you would slow it down or stop it or renew it, Lord. Whatever your will is, we just ask that you would do so, Father, and press it on David's heart, Lord. Press it on him to help her get help, Lord. To get her help, Lord. Help him see it and know that it's needed, Lord. And not be believing in these thoughts or the lies or 
the time. I don't have it, Lord. Whatever it is, Lord, remove it from his thought process and have him get her the needs she needs, Lord. Lord, we also ask for Josh's family, Lord. The whole entire situation, the battle, the the anger, the frustration, the bickering back and forth, whatever is happening, Lord, you know what's going on, Lord. And I would just ask that you would just straighten it out. Remove the anger and bitterness, Lord, and just shine your light in their lives again, Lord. These people believe in you and they know you, Lord, and they're just caught up, Lord. Just like most of the world nowadays, they're caught up, Lord. And I would just ask that you would just remove them, show them your life, Lord, your light and how much better it is, Lord, than this bickering back and forth and battle and this or that, Lord, or the needs of the world. Just bring them back to their first love. Bring them back to you, Lord. Help us all just to have that heart where we just led back to you, Lord. Reminds me of Romans saying, what does scripture say? So, Lord, help us just to remember that. What do you say, Lord? We ask these things in your name. In Jesus' name we say. Amen. Amen. Amen.